Yes, yes, yes. We are live once again. Mama's house to penthouse. I'm Princeton Hicks, a.k.a. the gift from the ghetto strip. I got my boy Country Cowboy with me. Anything to say before we hit him with it? Socket to my pocket. Let's roll the credits. Yes, and we are back in the mix, and I'm excited about today's show. How you feeling about today's show? Man, it's smooth, smooth groove. And I've been telling people, man, because last week you probably had one of the most aggressive weeks that you've had in a while. Uh, oh, uh, um, in uh, the nightlife arena? Yeah, City Girls, um, you had the Dior, and what was it, Parma, all that shit in one week. I feel like it was like a whole bunch of other stuff, too, that we can't remember. Yeah, I think so fast. But I'm excited because should we talk about Cowboys right now a little bit more? No, we are. I mean, they going to see it, though. That's like one of those things like you ever tried to tell somebody a story and then you resorted to you just had to have been there. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I understand the quality of that type of piece of content. So, like, I'm more so just like pressing all the buttons y'all to get it started because it's like a hole in the market that. I don't know. I know we've never seen it before. I did a lot of market research earlier, too. I was just trying to find it. I was trying to find out, like, who, who you know, has been live streaming from uh, venues and, like, who took the time to, like, you know, make it uh, experience online, too. Like, as if, because, you know, honestly, I would prefer to watch, uh, like, a football game on TV rather than go. Yeah. You know that, right? Like, for me, because I've actually played the sport, right? Yeah. So, like. The most entertaining. You get more angles. You get more angles. You get the better audio. Yeah. You get to down there hear what the quarterback's saying. You can't hear what the quarterback's really saying. You're sitting on like the 50 yard line, like not really able to see shit. Everything looks like, even if you got good seats when it comes to something like football, you don't really see all the game. The livest part about being there live is the fact that yeah. you actually are. <clears throat> In the stadium with like a Tony Romo or yeah, you see uh, the people. Yeah, it's like he, he in here today. Yeah. Like they balling. Like this is where it's at. Man, live sports. Like I say, it's always one of those things. Though it's like when you think about it, it's it's the energy about it. That's why I love like about live recordings and live shows. Like Mama's House to Penthouse. Now it's like it's the energy of it. It's the feel of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I think why well, I'm so excited about today's show. And I know you just came off. Uh, uh, we, I wish we could have the thing of um, you. Do we have that? We should put that up where you was talking about how you're averaging how many stats when you come into I was thinking about beforehand. Like we just gather them up and then like yeah. talk. Yeah, we just That's what them. we'll do. We'll get our format down because yeah. I do have some stuff already pre-prepared here. But it'll take me some time to look it up. We're going to be looking up stuff on the show. But today we're talking about how to find your passion in life. And I got some excellent strategies because not too long ago, I remember you, D, you were somebody who was looking for their passion in right. life. I was out here stranded. An empty hand. Come on now. Come on, man. Talk to him. But, I mean, all you really got to do is keep your head in the game. It's going to be some sweaty helmet days. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Your hair going to get fucked up, but yeah. and. You know what I mean? Man, I love it. I love it. So, I guess what we'll do is um, we'll crack right into Mama's House Mail uh, and just talk about, like, um, let me go ahead and pull up. Let me go ahead and roll the thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so look, Mama's House, man, I'm going to read the question today because this one that came from me, came to me or whatever, right? And then, like I say, we'll be talking about some things before we get started, too, before we go into Mama's House Mail. Make sure you like and subscribe on the channel. Make sure that you go ahead and follow Country Cowboy. Make sure you follow me. And also, keep tuned because we're thinking about doing a Friday, Friday call-in show. I mean, yep. we talked about that. Well, you'll basically be able to call in live, and we'll answer your questions live on the air. But this one's going to go deep, so I, I urge you to watch this episode because I think you're going to learn a lot and get a lot of value out of this episode. And don't be calling in with that floop to flap this shit. Nah, don't do that at all. Because we're going to hang up in your face. Right in your face. This is Mama's House of Penthouse. Keep the questions business-oriented, okay? Don't be calling up here asking me uh, nothing. <laughs> what it look like? No, nah, see? Because... <laughs> I'm not playing your, with them. Your DMs is wild. I, I retired from the DMs. I just really just don't. I just, I got a natural response to everything. Um, it's like uh, a few emojis and then like a smiley face just to let you know I I, I still care a little bit. But, yeah. you know, it's still social media, so don't get too caught up. But I'm naturally on uh, Instagram, just autopilot. Shout out to everybody that's uh, running a business on Instagram. Uh, I'm talking about uh, the individuals who understand the art of social media. I know we're going to talk about finding your passion today, so y'all just understand that social media uh, is one of those tools that you can use when you find your passion, um, and you can utilize these tools, you know what I'm saying, to uh, expand on what you're talking about. Really? And that's really all you want to do. So, you know, there's going to be people who don't understand that throughout this process. That's what you got to understand, too. Perfect. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this. We'll play the music here. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah, you forgot about that. Well, no, I was wondering. Uh, we, we didn't hear Mama's house mail, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's because of the way it is. Okay. Anyway, so basically, I got, a, I got a question here that says, so look, I've been watching the show for a while, even before y'all went to the new format, and I want to know, how can I have a step-by-step -step way to find my passion in life? I want to do a business, but I want to be passionate about it, too. And this is something that we talk about a lot when it comes to really doing anything. So you want to dive right into this one, D? Yeah, I mean, finding your passion really is like, what are you good at, right? Of course, that's cliche. But uh, like, you're going to see what we're going to talk about today. It's actually very good. So if you're watching this on the podcast, you're watching this audio, I urge you to go to YouTube and watch this because you're gonna, we're going to show you something visual that's going to help today. And you have to share this. You have to share this. We live right now. So, um, you, 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 you know, um, <clears throat> the, art of, the art of how the, all of this works is like, uh, you know, we talk through people. So, Send this to send this to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Send this information out because somebody might be low key trying to start that business or just start it up in general and they need a little bit of fire to ignite them or you know what I'm saying? Just to hear some relatable people talk about the shit. Yeah. Sometimes that's really all you need to do is just hear somebody else talk about it for a second and be like, man, it it'd be one word we saying here to start it off for somebody. So send this out to people so we can get it popping. But as far as uh the question that you just asked, I'm really on some like just start, right? And like do everything that you can do because, to be honest, when you first get started, you don't really know what you're good at. For sure. Your people going to put you in shit because of what they thought. Because you said something one time. You said one time you like math, and all of a sudden you're in every math camp. Right. Because they was like, well, you said you like math. That shit happened to me. That's why I brought that up. They put me That's in engineering. And now you, I was like, I like math. And all of a sudden I had to go to all the math camps and shit like that. And that shit well, low-key, you wanted to combat. You like boxing. You probably wanted to get I in did. that a little bit earlier. You know well, no, I always like sports, though, right? right? I always like something where it's physical. And I talked to the, I talked about this with one of my friends before. He was talking about, uh, you know, 
he he was playing sports. He felt like the competitive side of it. He wanted something else that felt like that. So he got into MMA. And for me, uh, that aspect of business of like creating stuff and then competing that fulfills something for me. Yeah. So I think a lot of that comes down when it comes to passions. It's knowing the kind of the pathway you're going in life, like the things that you like, like you said. Shit, I do like boxing and combat sports and stuff like that. Right. But that still doesn't mean I necessarily want to be an MMA fighter or go be Floyd Mayweather. It's just the fact that something that kind of fulfilled that same urge. You get what I'm saying? And 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 you can understand what that is for you when you know you're willing to just go do it for absolutely free. You're willing to Man, lose your house for it. It don't even matter. This is going to fuck you up when we go through this thing I got for him today. You're going to be like, damn, that's really some profound shit, right? Oh, but I'm not I, really But I like to use this because... One thing, we've been beta testing the mentoring program. So yeah. the mentoring program, we've been beta testing it. And a lot of these strategies we're going to talk about is ways for you to lock this down. So when I think about locking it down, what I mean by that is we're going we're gonna to give you strategies today in this video that's going to help you find your passion. And if you use these strategies and you really implement them and use them, I think they're going to give you at least a roadmap that you could take in order to start building that level of success you want. And that's another thing. Last episode, we was talking about how um, just reading the book ain't going to do nothing for you, you know? Yeah. Instantly implementing what you hear is what's going to separate you from the, you know, what's the what's one of the ones I can use? The he says and the she says. Yeah. That's not a good one. Just get out the crowd, man. Get out the crowd, goddammit. Get out the crowd. Get out the crowd. Everybody going left, you need to go right, goddammit. The unwashed masses. I, I was joking with somebody about that the other day, saying that word. You know, people get into the conspiracies and they love using that word. You're right. a sheep. You're a sheep. You're the unwashed masses. That's how I feel about that. Oh, uh, that's what I wanted to hit. But anyway, so have you ever heard of this thing called a Eulerian destiny? A Eulerian destiny? Nah. -uh. So this is a great concept, and I'm going to put this on the screen right now. Let me go ahead and clear this out. You know what I'm saying? Let me do a little tidying up, and I don't want y'all to see what's on the desktop. Don't got nothing crazy on there, y'all, but here we go. All right, so this is, um, this is called a Eulerian destiny, and basically this guy named Leonard Hewler. Lynn, Leonard Hewler, Euler. it's E-U-L-E-R, if you, if you want to know how to spell it, but it's E-U-L-E-R-I-N, Eulerian Destiny. And what it basically is, is four areas. And I like these type of graphs and these like type of charts because a lot of stuff that I've been hearing people talk about where they're talking about finding their destiny come from little charts like this. So if you look on the screen, you can read that, but it basically gets its name from your Eulerian path. It's come from, it comes from graph theory. Mm -hmm. And what this is is basically four areas of life that you want to focus on in order to find your destiny. And I wanted to bring this because we're going to talk through these things and I talk about how you can use this as a way in order to, to really put yourself on the right path. So That's something practical. This one, this one that, no, I'm saying a lot of people don't know about this shit. Yeah. And what we want to do is why I, I like, that's why I like these little charts and stuff. Like, so you got multiple ones. You can look this up. You can look up Eulerian Destiny. But I like this one right here because this one right here basically breaks it down to like when you have maybe one or two things overlapping, they create different emotions in you. So, right. for example, you got something that you you love to do and you're good at. That's called your passion, whatever, right? But you might be doing something you feel like is useless. Yeah. Oh, I'm doing this shit, but it's and I'm good at it. And Am I gonna make as it, much exactly. impact? Yeah. Same thing. If you're good at it and it's your profession, you know you get paid for it, but you feel empty because you don't really have that. I don't love it. Right. I'm good at it. I can do it. Also, it's like your they call it your vocation, whatever. What the world needs, what you get paid for. But at the same time, you got a sense of complacency, uncertainty. There's no excitement in your life. And um, love and needs is a mission. But at the same time, you have no fulfillment because you're not making any money. Right. So when we're looking at all these things together, I like these models because what this shows you is 
If you feel any of these emotions I just talked about, right, it's yeah. because you haven't hit the sweet spot, which is right in the center. So right mm -hmm. here in the center is the sweet spot, and that's what we call your Eulerian destiny. Now, I'm mm -hmm. going to also talk about something else in here. I think I'll go through the will of, will of life, too, which is the seven areas that we should be focusing on and talking about where's your level of satisfaction. But I think we watched the show today. There's going to be some really powerful shit that we're going to go the through. Sweet spot. So let's start with the first part, which is what did you grow up around? Um, you, just, um, you just emphasized something to me, D. You was, uh -huh. like, uh, you was like, you know, maybe... Uh, MMA and stuff, not MMA, but you was like combat sports, right? Right. And one of the huge things I've learned, uh, just going back to all this stuff, is basically that, hold on, they're going to see my desktop real quick. Okay, I think we're back. But um, one of the things I learned, basically, um, what I grew up around was I actually did grow up a lot around a lot of entrepreneurship when I was young. So mm -hmm. I don't know if I told this story on the podcast before, but when I was in my senior year in high school, I, I bought all my school clothes that year selling mixtapes from my brother and my cousin. Right. Underground records. So this was not somebody that people knew. This was not no big artist. It was nobody. Right? Fresh out the trunk. So like, I, let's go. I did that, and I was selling mixtapes back when LimeWire was hot. You get what Ooh. I'm saying? Remember on LimeWire when you would download a smoke song? Yeah. And it would be John F. Kennedy saying, I did not have sexual relations with that girl. Yeah, Bill Clinton. <laughs> but that gives you saying over there, right? Why did they do that? <laughs> but nah, too, Soldier Boy had all the, all the uh, he had basically changed all the songs to his name on there. Right. And so it was like, um, it was like one of them situations where online where I found a way to make money. But I always felt like me creating stuff, even back in the day, I used to do like school projects. Mm -hmm. And it was like marketing. Like I would come in and do the school project. I could do a little bit more than just the normal marketing and shit like that. I would, I would do a little bit more. I would give speeches, and I do public speaking. I do all this type of stuff. And people used to even tell me, bro, you can speak. As a little kid, I right. used to be told these things. So when we look at this first thing that we're talking about, what did you grow up around? What are the type of things you grew up around? Um, I would even say in the modern world, we talk about becoming an influencer. It goes down to things like, say, for example, um, when you were young, right? like you grew up in the hood or you grew up around these people, you can bring a unique perspective. So growing up around something, Nowadays, you might even be able to bring a unique perspective to the world Facts. that people didn't have before. And I think that's something to really pay attention to and key and, on. And everybody's is different. Exactly. Which is why I believe everybody needs to be trying to focus on finding their uh, Eulerian destiny. Did I say Eulerian right? destiny, yeah. I no, like exactly. the way it sounds. No, it's, it, it sounds like mystical. It sounds like when you do find it, it is the sweet spot, you know? I think because it's got the word destiny in it. When you got right. the word destiny in something, it sounds like, yeah, this is it. Well, you want to know, you know what I mean? Like, we, we, I, I believe we come back, you know what I mean? That's another episode, another topic. I believe we come back, so like, all right, so you learned your lessons from the past, so you're trying to figure things out. You're trying to go through it again to learn your lessons. So... You need to find your destiny so you can sit in a sweet spot and learn this shit. Like, why would you want to sit anywhere else? If you ever play baseball, I grew up playing baseball. So, like, if you hit the ball, because life fast, life like fast balls. If you hit the ball, unless you got like a BB core bat or something, if you hit the ball and you don't hit it on the sweet spot, you finna feel that. It's gonna shock you yeah. throughout your whole body. You know what I'm saying? And you're gonna make sure that next time you get up on that plate, you adjust. To the point to where, like, you hit that thing on the sweet spot. You know what I'm saying? That's my uh, thing. I'm going to cut it down. But you got to just make sure you're hitting it on the sweet spot. Because if you ever hit the baseball on the sweet spot, you know. It's going out the park. It's going out the park. Nah, that's 100%. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like, 
Right now, if you're watching this, I want you to think about what did you grow up around? What are some of the things that you grew up around, some of the things that you liked when you were young? And I think that's a big thing that a lot of people don't take time to understand. Me, I understood that I did things when I had to speak, and I liked to organize and do leadership. I'll tell you this, when I was young in my neighborhood, I organized an agent camp. I did little licenses for the kids in the neighborhood. I organized a boxing camp when I was, when I was young. Mm -hmm. I did all these things in my neighborhood, but when you grow older, you start realizing, I organize these things. When I went to college, I joined a fraternity, and I became a person who organized events. Omega's Next Top Model. I could even show you some of this stuff. Like, literally, I organized a whole reality show when I was in college. And, like, me meeting him, understanding, like, what I grew up around and understanding, like, everything, understanding, like, organization and, like, how important that shit is. Like, mm -hmm. I strive to have militant organizational skills in all aspects of my life. Like, you know, with um, fucking uh, my, my fitness, my, my, my finances, everything. You know what I'm saying? Because organization really, because I like to play. I like to talk shit. I like, like one, of my, one of my favorite homeboys is uh, Swanky Sand. Because when, 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 when we get together, it's like a professional shit-talking boxing match. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like no soft shit allowed. It's like you just got to eat it all, you know? And I love it because it just gets you ready for that warrior mentality. You, you about, know, to, you about you to pull that up on their ass? Yeah, I'm, I'm about to pull it up. That's why I like this new format that we got or whatever. We can just uh, go yeah. over everything on them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you can see. So this was something I did. If you look at the timestamp, this is like 14 years ago, which is crazy, right? 14 years ago. But this is like literally me... A real reality show that we did in college. It's called Omega's Next Top Model. We brought all the girls. They did weeks of challenges and shit like that. And this was this was legit, right? This was something that we did. So when I look at something like this and I say, when I got out of college and I was looking for my passion, this is something I completely ignored as something that I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? This was something that I really didn't pay attention to as like something I might be able to actually do. And this is season two. So we did this two years in a row. Right. This was two years 14 in a row. 14 years ago. This. Think about YouTube 14 years ago, y'all. Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy was dropping uh, snack videos. Y'all remember Soldier Boy used to go to the corner store and come back and hop on YouTube because the platform was so fresh? He was beating up the views. This one didn't have that much, but I'll tell you like how big this shit had got. I mean, at the time, this was a lot, but we had like 30,000 views on this. And this is way back in the day. So this was a year before that. So this is even longer ago than that, right? This one we're looking at, well, we got commercials on here. Yeah, they getting free ads, free promo right now. Yeah, the audio gonna come through there. It's gonna come through there. It's playing it through the, uh, what's name? But this was the first season we did. Yeah, they can hear us. Yeah, they can hear us. But um, this was the first, um, this was the first season of it, right? And the whole thing is, I bring this up to say that these were things that I grew up around, right? Turn the audio down. Well, I think it's going to be a lot of drama. No, they can hear it. They can hear Okay. But um, these are things that I grew up around, right? I believe they can hear it. If I can't hear it, y'all let me know. But um, these are things I grew up around, right? Yeah, getting those things together. These are things I grew up around, but they really contributed to the destiny I knew I would find later on in life. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest thing that when I bring this type of stuff up or we talk about having a destiny, what did you grow up around? So this is something I think you should really sit down and write out. Like, what are the things that you grew up around? What are the things that um, really motivate you, like, growing up, right? Mm -hmm. Because if we could do that first, 
that's the first basis of this Eulerian destiny. Right, you find at least something that you love, mm -hmm. something that you're good at. Because if you grew up doing it, you had a lot of reps. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of repetition. Perfect. And now, so the next thing we'll talk about, D, the next thing we're going to talk about is what do strangers say about you? Hmm. I always make a joke. I say, you ask 100 motherfuckers to, about me, they tell you the same thing. That's the truth. And that's what I think the biggest thing when I look at, like, all this stuff. is like, what do strangers say about you? So, same time. I was at, in college, and I gave a speech to all the other, the other Greeks, and we had this thing. We had Pan Week where everybody's supposed to come together. Mm -hmm. And I was giving this speech about what I think our role was on campus and what we should be aspiring to do. And everybody came to me after and was like, man, mm. that was a good-ass speech. You should do some public speaking mm -hmm. or somewhere where you have to speak. Right. And this was something that when people see you and they're strangers huh. and constantly saying this stuff about you. You need to take note of that. Exactly, because these people have no reason to tell you anything. Right. Uh, to tell you all the truth, there was a, um, one, after one performance, uh, me and, it, it was a young lady that sparked me and Princeton's mind mm -hmm. um, about what we were doing in nightlife. Because, uh, you know, sometimes when you do something for so long, that's the thing about your passion. Sometimes you may be sitting on your passion, you don't even know it, right? That was uh, my case for sure. Yeah. I think, um, like, uh, after, one of the sh one, after one of the shows, uh, well, after one of the performances in nightlife or whatever, whatever you want to call it at the time, Mentally, we, I don't know what we was calling them. Yeah. The events. Just I don't MC. know. You just saying you was MC. Yeah, I was just about to go MC or DJ or whatever. But a young lady walked up to us and well, walked up to me and was like, Hey, um, when is your next when is your next show? Yeah. And and it may not sound like profound as fuck now, but like at the time, we both looked like Oh yeah, yeah it is show. Sometimes all you really got to do is change the language and it'll help you out. Um, even, I bet you, with finding your destiny too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, it's definitely, I definitely believe that's the case. And I think that a lot of times, even when you're around people, I see how people respond to you. Mm -hmm. I would add that to, to, like, when I talk to people about certain things, certain business topics or business concepts, mm -hmm. I see how people respond to you. I've been told that before. I was in a, one of the world's most hated promoters meetings a long time ago. One of the girls said, man, you should, you should talk more. Because people, people, listen people listen when you say shit. No. And the thing is, I've been also told uh, Curtis, our good friend Curtis, friend of the show, he was like. Sometimes I want you to come. I call, I need P to come because I understand when, when P talk, it sound way better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, Curtis was like, you don't have a lot of words salad when you talk. It's very purposeful when you talk. Right. And those things really resonated with me because those are things that if I would just, oh, well, I'm not going to take account what they're saying, it's not going to lead to my destiny. And as we start to piece this together and we start to talk about this in your life, I think this is something that you could take this very practical. So we're sitting here right now telling you some very practical stuff because a lot of times I know when people tell you to find your passion in life, they say, just go out there and do shit. So I don't give a damn if you starting from just 20, 19, 18, 13 years old. I don't give a fuck when you're watching this. If you just say, look, what have I, what, what have I grew up around, right? What are the things that I like to do this? I like to put my hands on this. I like to touch this, right? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to start And don't worry about on, what right? they saying. Yeah, fuck them. What, what your shit said? Um, they be watching. Fuck who is, them. Who is them? Fuck them. You don't know any. <laughs> so that's the first thing. And then the second thing is what do strangers say about you? Right. Because 
people are getting a real feedback of like, this is the type of person you are, this is the type of shit you're doing. So if you can focus on those things, you're already starting to get a good idea of what your destiny is. And like I say, by mixing multiple things together, you'll find like, you have certain things in your life, you, you, it feels passionless, but you're doing it. It's because you may have two of the areas locked down, but you don't have all of them coming together. That's a good one. Paying attention to strangers, or paying attention to strangers, paying attention to what strangers say. Yeah. You know, like, really, uh, like, with, with, in the most uncringiest way possible, try to find out what people are saying about you. Yeah. Don't give a fuck about it. At the same time, it's the yin and yang. Yeah. But at the same time, just try to figure out what they're saying because they'll just, people are writing your destiny as, as it's happening. So yeah. they're, they're telling in the rooms when you're not there, they're telling the other person that's unaware of you where you're going. You know what I'm saying? That's the nature of the conversations, like, whether they hate you or love you. So, like, if you out here doing fuck shit, people will write your destiny in room. So they'll say, now, now I'm not saying that, now, now I'm not saying that everybody will write your destiny. I don't think that that's how this works, but I do strongly believe that through your actions, you can pay attention to what people are saying and you can actually figure out what your destiny is. So, like, like I said. No, it's, it's true, and that's what the whole thing is why there's always a mix, right? Uh, right. It's not just what people say, right? We're kind of, we're trying to yeah, find out where yeah, that yeah, overlaps, yeah. right? Because people can say anything. Right, right. right. People, and I that's mean, what I was really trying to key in yeah. on. Like, don't, so don't, please don't take it like it's that. It's always a mix, though, because a lot of people will, like you say, get self-conscious and be like, oh, well, people always said that I wasn't shit. Right, well, all right, not, well, okay. That's not, that's not the part you want to focus on. Right, and if that's, the, if that's the case, pay attention to what behavior, because sometimes when you, because... I want to do an episode on awareness. Like, when do when do you like awareness is important? Man, no, self. Well, I think even with this, that's a huge thing, right? Self awareness because at when the you end become of the day, aware. No, but at the end of the day, right? So many people won't take time and accountability of themselves. And if you're watching this show, I don't give a fuck. Like, we don't get political really on here or anything like that. But I'm saying, fuck what everybody else is talking about. If you're trying to be successful, remove yourself out of all that bullshit. Because there's a way to be successful. People have done it over and over and over again. Right. But if you listening to like the mainstream media and shit like that, what's going to end up happening to you is you're going to feel like nothing is possible. Right. Because you're going to find all the fucked up shit that you're looking for. If you're looking for a reason you can't be successful, we can go to Google right now and type in why you probably won't succeed. And I guarantee a bunch of results going to come <laughs> up that's going to tell you exactly why you won't succeed. Because you're black, because you come from this, you're not right. tall enough. Anything you can think about, right? But I always tell people... Although these things may exist, are they helpful? Because if people have overcome these things, does so it really matter? Right. So can you. Exactly. You can overcome them too. Shit. So that's the biggest thing I, I look at when you say awareness. How much are you bullshitting, right, by not taking an episode like this, writing it down, right. taking some notes and saying, oh, I'm going to really take this serious. Or you're just watching it like, yeah, I'm, I'm spectating it. This is cool. I'm listening to y'all. So right. if you really want to see some type of change, I think that's a huge thing that you could do just right off the bat. All right, you ready to move to the next one, D? Absolutely. Okay. So the next thing is after what have you, stranger said about you, what have you been doing for the past five to ten years? Right. Now, Damn. This is the one I really want to go in depth on. And the reason I want to go in on this one is because I really truly believe there's a lot of nuance to this. Right. Because there might be a lot of different things that you've been doing for the last five to 10 years. But what I really what, no, but do, I, I know what that statement means. Yeah. That, that they ask you. No, 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 no. It's like somebody said, no, no, but 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 this is your destiny. We talking about yeah. we're not talking about no, 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 you know, no, whatever shit. But what have you been doing, though? Yeah. 
You know, like, you know somebody when they ask you, well, what have you been doing, though? Like, like aside of all of that, what have you really been doing, though? Yeah. Like, have, like what have you, like, been? Because I can, I can look back, back five to ten years in yours and tell you, I can, I can, I can kind of see, okay, that make a lot of sense. Yeah. You, even if you look at me, you know, you probably can see, like, okay, okay, if I tell, oh, I'm going to tell y'all, man, fuck it. I, that's why I love this shit right here. How do I find that video of you? Which um, one? Where you had the motivational video with E.T., the hip-hop preacher in the background. Oh, it's on YouTube. It's under a, a YouTube account that I can't get access to, but I do know, you know how, how to, to find, find the video. Yes. All you got to do is type in DJ Edmund, mm -hmm. um, motivational video. Yeah, and, and I want them to see this because this is, when people see you going off, People had a tendency to think like, oh, this is something new. Right? right. This is something new. But if you look at something you've been doing for the past five, not five to ten years. Man, that's 20, was, that's, I'm 20 years. Entertaining. That's about 10 years ago, for sure, for sure. Um, I picked up that camera, started uh, playing around with that around 2010, 2009. I don't know what year it is now, 2022. Yeah, for sure. And and we're going to get a producer, guys, so y'all can see this shit. Y'all um, know we operating this. Yeah. On our own right now, and y'all gonna love it. Yeah, exactly. That's just how we so, do it. So look at this shit. Let me show you. I'm a, if it's a, I'm gonna wait to see if an ad pop up. They monet, they might be monetizing your shit. Right, it's still a lot of views on it now. Here we go. So this is, it's my boy it D. Was a young man who you know he wanted. It's my boy D right here. To make a lot of money, and so hopefully, like you said, guru, hopefully right? they can hear it. I know we can hear it coming through the speakers, but hopefully they can hear it. But if you don't, you can go look up this video right now. You can type in motivation, DJ Edmund motivational video. And yeah, well, no, I know they can. But basically with this, with this though, and I just wanted to pull this up to show like, if you would have ignored this, you probably wouldn't have gotten to what you're doing right now. How many years ago is that? 20 what? Let's see if we can see. Oh, it don't tell you. Yeah, 2011. 2011? 2011. Everything so that's, that's 11 years ago. Right. That's 11. So you've been doing this for a long time, getting on camera, putting stuff out, trying to get people to view. And this has 16,000 views. So I just, we just showed you from, from our lives. And that's why I like this new format, to be honest with you, D. That's why I like this new format. Let me pull us back up real quick. This is why I love this new format. Because a lot of people will watch us and think, well, shit, y'all did this, or y'all already had all this type of stuff. When you see us in the studio, when you see us doing all this type of shit, you see the camera angles change, you see all the nice I, shit, you see DJ pulling up, you see the pen. Like, when you see all that shit, I want you to understand, it came from things that we saw we was doing five, ten years ago. Tell you no, I threw a party to buy, I threw, a, I threw a party to get the money to buy that camera. Yeah. I'm just letting you know. I remember, we, I was playing, I just left baseball practice mm -hmm. to go shoot that video. One of the team members... Uh, drove in my car with me to that field, and we shot that. And then he had to leave, so I went to Adrian's house, and Adrian helped me finish shooting the rest of it. For sure. And back then, that's when you I just found out about editing platforms and stuff like that, so I had no idea. Didn't you, didn't you do editing at TSU? Yes, but this was, this was in high school. This was before I went to college for communications and even uh, the technical aspect on even how to even, you know, fuck around with the editing platforms and stuff like that. Sure. I didn't even know what I was doing back then. I just knew that I wanted to be on camera. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to be on camera. I wanted to be on camera. I tell you, I told you, I told you, I saw, uh, I went to my first network marketing seminar one time, y'all. I was caught up they somewhere in the mall. I was in the mall. Somebody ran down on me in a suit, gave me the pitch. Damn. I bid it. I ain't, know no, I ain't know nothing. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, no, and then he hit me with that text message like, you got the uh, business attire? I was like, yes, I do. Yeah, I got a business opportunity for you. Right. So I went, I ended up pulling up to that mug. But and, the and only, if you network market, we love y'all. It's, I love everybody, yeah, man. I'm it's, just. It's just funny. Y'all do be saying you got a business find opportunity. Find your passion, man. If it's not your passion, it I might overlap. It. I did it. The only reason why I know it's not for me is because I did it. Just yeah. like, like that's why we can talk about it like this. If yeah. you ain't did it, don't knock nothing. The only reason I don't knock, don't you can't knock nothing you ain't tried. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna talk about it like that because I tried it. It ain't for me. It wasn't my passion. But I went in there and the only thing that I saw, and the only thing I remember from that event was the fact that there was a couple, a couple uh brothers. Of course, they wasn't actual brothers, but they formed a pack and they were brothers. Fuck. And like. All of them got up there, man. They lit that room up. Man, they lit that room up. They lit that room to smithereens. Everybody spoke so prolifically. And I mean, chest high in the air, motherfucker walking around the room, yelling at people. I mean, people yelling and screaming. I don't remember what they was talking about. You and that's why I really. how you felt, though. Right. That's why I love that statement. Man, they never remember what you say. They always Remember how you made them feel. It is just so true. So that that stuck with me, man. I said, man, I want to be like that. I want to be able to go to a room, and if I need to turn that thing on, we can turn that thing on. And, I mean, we can turn it all the way on. Ain't no halfway turning it on. We can light it up if you want to. You know what I'm saying? That's important. Like I said, I'm actually going to be speaking uh, June 26th Ooh. at um, the Billionaire Inner Circle, the Billionaire oh. Investors Inner Circle. Okay. Um, I'm going to light that stage up. I ain't gonna cap. I'm, Why not? I'm about to cook. I'm about. Yeah, I'll be to ready for that live stream too, because we're gonna have it ready by that time. Yeah, and then uh, like we're you gonna hear more about like how. Do you plan on uh, personally live streaming like uh, on the? Uh, hell yeah! If I if I can, hell yeah! Because I, because my thing is, man, y'all let us know year, y'all want to see the live speaking engagements. Yeah, if y'all want to see Hicks. that, let us know. You can comment that below. Make sure y'all like and send this video out. It's important that y'all like and subscribe the video. Uh, like and subscribe to the channel. Can't talk today. But make sure y'all do, because I do want to say this. I want to show people us doing a lot of this shit. You get what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, that's why I love being able to go show a video of, like, back in the day when you was doing stuff, like motivational stuff, before you met me. Right. Because a lot of people may think, oh, well, you met him or vice versa, and you started doing this shit. It's like, this is where it overlapped. Right. And that's a huge thing. We could do a whole episode on networking and stuff like that. But that's a huge thing that we talk about as far as, like, finding your destiny. A good friend of ours we're going to have on the show Wednesday, he actually going to be giving away a pair of his new shoes that he's launching. Big up Zoomania. Yeah, he's going to be giving away a free pair of shoes. But when I first met him, I felt like he, and he'll talk about it more himself, but he was trying to find, like, what's my destiny in life. And this is kind of the strategy you work people through. Right. Look at the person. When, when somebody's a good coach, they're just looking at you very objectively. So remember we said, what do strangers say? So me, as somebody who's worked with so many people and coached so many people at this point, right. I can look at you and then just talk to you for a little bit and be like, oh, you've been doing this, this, and this. Oh, this is what you should be doing. It's not magic. Right. It's having a good framework. What I'm trying to do, short of coming to Massive Action Mentoring or something with us, uh, this is something you can take with you practically home today and be like, I'm going to use this in order to, Find my destiny. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And this is just frameworks, right? And this is a great framework that I like. And this is why I recommend it to a lot of people because it gives you a very simple way to work through how you're going to do this shit. And that's why you need a framework. Don't sleep on them frameworks, y'all. Like, I'm telling you. Life. I'll tell you the honest to God truth. Yeah, I was electric and all of that before I met Princeton, but I was not organized whatsoever. Mm. 
any organizational skills that you see me today with I, is a prime example of my brothers around me. If my people are like, because that's why, you know, you can't put a price on a friendship, man, because, like, everything is, look at my little notes, man. I don't do look notes. I ain't even school no more, man. Yeah, I'm out here. You need the notes. I'm out here big notes. I'm, like, I'm writing notes. You couldn't pay. See, that's the thing. You couldn't have made me do no goddamn notes in school for that shit, but I'm going to write all the notes. I'm going to do all the research and everything for what I'm passionate about. And that's what you need to understand. Like, lock in and try to find what you're passionate about because you're not going to really be tripping on no hours that you're putting in on some shit that you love. Man, that's 100%. Be tripping. Like, they ain't going to give you no money for it at first, but you ain't going to be worried because when you when you real life, you ain't going to have no time to tell people you're not worried about the money because you're going to be doing what you... They ain't going to even know if you're getting paid or not. They're going to be like, damn. He look like he's getting paid, so I'm going to pay him. Yeah, that's how it go, though. That's what... That, that's what that's what you got to do. You just got to understand it. That's why anything you want to do, just start that thing. I'm talking about just start it, whatever it is. And if you're not good at it, hurry up and fail at it so that way you can get it out the way and you can find out that you're not passionate about it. Don't be out here lying to yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you know you're not passionate about it, don't do it. Yeah. I stress that to my friends all day. Like, I, I'm, I'm a real individual, so I'm going to let you know if I don't want to do it or not. I hope everybody around me is the same. So, Everybody watching, everybody out there, if you don't, if you don't, if you're not passionate about it, don't do it because it's going to waste your time. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like every day that you're not trying to find your destiny, you're really doing yourself a disservice. And then like your destiny might got something to do with everybody else around you I, and you people know, in another city. You know what you I gotta would, get that thing. You know what I would say to your point? Right. This is what I would say. Another big thing I think that people have a problem with finding their destiny, because this goes back to what you've been doing for the last five, ten years, right? Right. Is maybe you've been doing something that you're not, that people around you don't fuck with that much. And I think this is probably the key distinction why most people can't find their destiny, right? We got a lot of people who do different shit, right? I don't give a, I, I've told people this so many times. And I've told people, because a lot of people would think that I would be so judgmental about this. I said, like, I don't give a fuck if you do OnlyFans. Right. I don't give a fuck what you do. If it's what you're passionate about, do that. Because it makes it sexy. So, like, the thing that the thing that you like about anybody that owns what they do is that they own it, right? Yeah. So, it's like, if you're the top Yu-Gi-Oh player, what made me fuck with the top Yu-Gi-Oh player, what would make me fuck with the top Yu-Gi-Oh player is him walking in the building like, yeah. Yeah. It's me. Blue eyes, white dragon. I'm the, I'm, I'm the Yu-Gi-Oh player. I'm not really worried about the top basketball player. I'm not really, I, I understand they in here. Man, you speaking. But I'm I'm the top Yu-Gi-Oh player. Damn. And if any of y'all wants to hop on the Yu-Gi-Oh, just let me know. You're getting smacked. Other than that, everything don't got nothing, nothing. Man, you know, and I was talking about this the other day. I'm going to want to play Yu-Gi-Oh with him. But no, I'm saying, I was talking about this the other day. And I said, when we watch people on YouTube, I want y'all to understand. So I'm about to drop some game for y'all real quick. When you watch somebody on YouTube, you have the ability to fall into their frame. And what that basically means, their reality, their world, right? And they're so confident in their world that you don't even realize you didn't fell inside their frame. And one thing about being inside people's frames, you'll understand that they're going to say shit that's very polarizing and controversial to you, but it's going to seem correct because you're inside their frame. Right. And I said, if you believe in something, you're doing something, why wouldn't you say that it's the best? Right. I don't give a damn. At any time, how I feel about a certain situation, I'm going to feel like it's the best. We always talk about this. To me, my friends are the best. Right. To me. To me, the show I'm doing I, is the best. What right. show is the best show? The one my show. It don't, because everybody, mm -hmm. 
Cristiano Ronaldo, right? Big soccer player. He said some shit one time, really stuck with me. He said, they asked him who's the best soccer player. Right. He said, in my mind, I'm always the best. Right. I don't care what the people are saying. I'm always the best. And the reason that resonates with me is because, especially when it comes to finding your destiny, is there's going to be a period where the outward world may not reflect how you feel internally. There's right. going to be that transition period. So you may start off and you're not the best, but the best player at one point wasn't considered the best. Right. But if you think about it, they were always the best. If you, you think see what I'm about, saying? Yeah, they, was, they just hadn't got recognized for it. Jordan, right. at one point, he only had the game-winning shot in North Carolina. We didn't know he was going to be as good as he is, but he became the best. Kobe, LeBron, all these people became the best, but – they wasn't trash. Yeah. Not like magically one day they just hopped in there. Like, oh, now I'm the best. Right. And so, so many people let people discourage them because they like, you just can't say you're the best. Fuck y'all. Right. Because at the end of the day, if you're somebody who wants to be successful and get anything in life, that's really the mentality. The third episode, I believe, of this podcast here, long, old, OG Years, episode, right? 2017, that's 18. OG episode. We, we had a uh, how to stop giving a fuck episode. And we talked about putting fucks in the right box like distribution yeah, exactly like putting them in the right box and what i always loved about that episode why it was one of my favorite episodes is because one we were cursing a lot on there and that's a very it may sound funny it's a very key distinction but it was like we were expressing ourselves honestly on there we wasn't concerned if well you know if my mom saw this right. she may feel this way or if it at the end of the day is your life to live right so if you're gonna find your destiny we could tell you all this type of stuff but if you're scared to go out there because the things you've been doing for the last 10 years, right. mommy and daddy, big bro, sister, they cousin, Amy, don't approve, then it don't really matter what we tell you on the show because yeah, you you're going to look at this and be like, yeah, I've been doing this for the last 10 years, but it's like. And what you realize is all you really got to do is just have an honest conversation with the people you love. If they love you, they'll just conform to what you want to do. Just like when you was a kid, when you went through the phases and clothes, like. Your people around you, yeah, they might have not have liked the swag, but they supported you in it, right? So if you wore that jacket that they ain't really, they wasn't going to wear, yeah. but they saw you in it, they start encouraging you like, man, hey, yeah. Yeah. I see you fresh in there. I yeah. see you fresh in that thing. It's kind of similar to that. You know what I'm saying? So really just, man, come on, man. Man, no, you. you, you come speaking, on, man. You speaking. So, all right. So we done broke we down. Let's, let, let's just kind of review really quickly before we move on. Okay. So we already had um, what you grew up around. Mm -hmm. uh, what do strangers talk about, say about you, and then what? And then uh, what you've been doing for the past five to ten years. So this last one, and I think this is a very big distinction because some people they always say oh, I'm a quiet person, but then you start talking about the right concept or right topic, then all of a sudden they just chatting, 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 and talking. And the last one is basically what can you talk about endlessly, right? Mm -hmm. So what can you talk about endlessly? When I was starting off, to be honest, I always loved talking about things like philosophy, ideas, and how things work, and breaking things down. So even as a young, young kid, when I used to play a video game, I would love to go break down, like, what the story was talking about or what the, what the themes or what, what it was talking about. I also used to love storytelling. I watched a lot of Disney movies and stuff like that. Back when I thought Disney was really good, the Disney movies at that time had such great stories and such great plots to me. Mm -hmm. So I used to watch those and think to myself, 
damn, I love the storytelling aspect. So I could talk about things like stories. I could talk about things about building, structure, how things work, the philosophy behind these things. Mm-hmm. I could talk about this shit forever. We could literally do a 17-hour podcast. About I guarantee I could talk about that shit the entire time. All I need is a little bit of water, and I'm going to go. If you believe it, if you don't believe them, you can just watch, like, some of our highest quality pieces of content. Like, go watch um, the documentary that Princeton Hicks put together for itself. Yeah. Go watch the documentary that Princeton uh, Hicks put together that, for the uh, world's most hated country? promoter. Yeah. Go watch Who is Country Cowboy, one of the latest documentaries. Yeah. You know, like, continue to tap in with us because we're going to create more. Who is the last? I mean, um, what's the next one we're going to do, the big one? Last Snapchat Celebrity. The last Snapchat Celebrity. If you was around back when the Uncut Days was popping, you know. And then it's like one of the situations, if you know. You know. You know. Yeah, what that was. But that's another thing, though. That's actually a great point, though, to what we were talking about earlier. Grassies. Yeah. Man, it's too much. I, we, I can't pull all that up. It's, it's too much. Yeah, we, we go we, on we, and on, we, y'all. We just got to get the producer. The producer will help okay, us Okay, I think, I think they understand. Yeah, they get it, though. Who is Country Cowboy? Y'all check it out. Um, I had a documentary I did about myself. And then also we had one, which is called Confessions of a Nightlife Architect. It's on the in crowd. YouTube page. If y'all want to go check any of that stuff out, these are things that when we break them down, this, you know what, to this to episode, point, these, why these are good movies to watch. Right. Because you get to see literally our entire life, what we were doing when we were young, right. and then what we end up becoming that you're watching right now in front of you. This shit don't happen overnight. It's, I had a whole reality show I did. Right. A whole reality show that I did. And, t- and to your point of uh, like being able to tell, uh, talk endlessly about storytelling and like like we theatrical people, so an average conversation between us two will last about thirty minutes because of the, the, literally the yeah. theatrics. Like because like, but that's that's storytelling. That's like we're we're naturally characters, even when nobody's watching. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like you can clearly see that that mannerism is locked in towards our destiny if you just pay attention to it. And then like you can kind of weed those things out in your area too and put them in the right places. I'm telling you, once you find a sweet spot, you blow up. It's just how it works. And it ain't even about um, blowing up like, oh man, come on man, don't get yeah, caught up in it. Don't get caught up like, in it. It's but like just, just turn it up. Yeah, I don't know if you even. I'm talking to you. No, I don't even know if you were even remember this, right? I remember you were so infatuated with this piece of content. I did the Massive Action Movement show where it was like, I did it like I was doing a real reality show. Now, I want to show y'all this. This is also old. This was around when me and you first met. We try to get that 2016, 2015, 2017 time. This piece of content exactly. was like me really so like tired of starting to flex my storytelling ability and stuff like that. So I, and I really, I did a real reality show about like my day to day. Now this was still when I was I'm trying to get it together. I was trying to make it happen and shit like that because that's what I had been around, right? I had been telling stories. I had been making movies. I had been doing films. I had been doing content. And this became one of the cornerstone pieces of content. You're going to see... um. Our boy Zoo on here, you're going to see the world's most hated promoter here before they was really big and stuff like that. You seeing this in this show, I'm literally talking to Will about his parties, world's most hated promoter about his parties at this time, right? He's the one holding the camera right here. So when you think about that, if I even scrub through here a little bit, you'll see like different shots and stuff of us together because he used to help me film my videos and stuff like that i don't know I just wanna, actually in the second episode i believe you know, I thought, we have the know, premiere i, I talk about working with him back in the day when we um we work with matthew knows and stuff like that and this is like i said 
the stuff that I had been I doing for years, right? You're going to see some old pictures of him right you know here. So all this I'm stuff was taking place in the show. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember this show, D? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all this stuff was taking place in this show. And the huge thing I always look at when I, when I look back on this or, I, or we talk about these things is these are things that we just start going out there and doing. So to your point, going out there and doing the things was the most key essential part. And that's why when I look at this shit now, I say to myself, what can you talk endlessly about? Like you said, we're theatrical. We're storytellers. We can get on a podcast and we can go. We can oh, go for two or three hours mm-hmm. because I believe that's important. So I wanted to give them this Eulerian destiny because so many people come up to me and I, you could tell them, you know, all the motivational stuff. You just got to get out there and find your passion. But right. for some people, they need a little bit of help. They need a little bit of, well, you could do this, look at this, look at this, look I, at this. I like that. I like uh, the points that we just gave on the episode today. Um, I've never heard some, I, I never heard them put together like that. Like, this is my first time hearing about the Eulerian Destiny. The Eulerian Destiny today, too, as well. So it's like, those are things, man, because that's the thing, man, you got to think about if you have found your passion, that's something that, that would be really irritating. You know what I'm saying? Like, just not knowing what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, cause one of my biggest, man, not until just recently, you know, one of my biggest fears and one of the things that I really didn't like was being a jack of all trades, but a master at nothing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And then like, cause, cause you know, you can do, cause you know, but like you never locked in on anything and that's what you don't yeah, want to do. Sure. Cause I did that for so long, you know, and I was always operating in my passion, but it wasn't until I became aware of it and things of that nature, uh, for my personal self. And everybody's stories are gonna be different and things of that nature. Um, I was, I believe, um, using my voice. I mean, it was one time I told, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if I shared this story on the podcast or whatever, but I was at an event and uh, it was a, a man that came up to me. I never seen him before. It was another network marketing event, and he uh, uh, reached out to me and was like, uh, started telling me some 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 prolific stuff, some things that I never uh, even thought about, uh, and it made me go do research and start thinking. Uh, one of the things is that he said that you were going to move a lot of people with your voice. And then I remember thinking, like, as a kid, I want to be a familiar face and have a familiar voice. This was like a thought. And then, like, I remember what sparked my interest when I saw those people speaking. I was like, <gasps> it, like, captivated me, bro. It was like, I'll never forget that shit. And then, like, uh, growing up uh, doing the uh, workout classes, which led to a lot of people coming, then we had to get, like, sound so people could hear it. Um, which led to me having to talk on the mic, which made me comfortable, which made people want to hear me more secretly. Yeah. So they started booking me at their events, and then they started requesting me to come to where they was partying at. They started telling people, like, now, nah, get him, get him, get him. Yeah. Then I still wasn't really thinking about, like, it being my passion. I was trying to, you know, you want to, you want to, you want, you're you going to go through a phase where you want it to be this. Yeah, yeah. It's like... I want, I understand y'all like me for this, but I want it to be this. Yeah, yeah. Why I can't be this? Yeah. Because it ain't up to you. You, well, you, you. you operating. You know what I mean? No, you know what I would say to that, though? And this is what I believe with that. I think a lot of times it's a lot of the social conditioning from your youth. It's yeah. Like, it's what you even think about, right? Like, it's your, we talked about this a long time ago. Your mom's a ghost, your dad's a ghost. All them are speaking through you. And... You've been conditioned on that, what you should be so long, that you really think that's your destiny. Right. And for me, 
like I said, I thought I was going to be in corporate America. Like I wanted to own an engineering firm when I was young, but I wanted, I didn't understand what I really wanted was to own my own business. Right. It wasn't an engineering firm. I just, they was like, well, what do you want to do? Well, I like math. Well, you can do an engineering firm. Right. So then that became my vision, I thought. Right. right? And I would have fought you tooth and nail and said, nah, this is what the fuck I want to do, bro. Right. It, I, you couldn't have told me that's what wasn't what I wanted to do. Right. And see, the whole thing is, a lot of times, because your parents or your friends or people around you have said something, you adopt those ideas as your own. More but, times than, uh, than you would think. And that's what I'm saying. Like, But if you took time to say, do I really, is that what I really want to do? Because I think that's the for, first basis. We can give you the Eulerian destiny. We can give you the frameworks. And this is why people will take one course, call it a scam, and another person, you give them two words, and all of a sudden they didn't became the most successful person. On they the money. changed their life. That shit crazy. But it's like, I look at, can you strip yourself down and say, this is not what I fuck with. When I dropped out of college, I thought I was going to be a college grad, go through corporate America, work my way up, and try to do an engineering firm that way. Right. School wasn't difficult for me. It wasn't one of those things where I'm the, the person said, I sucked at school. Wasn't that, though. It was like this Eulerian Destiny was talking about, right? I could be good at some shit. How this other one was talking about, you got two things. Oh, I'm good at it, um, and I get paid for it or whatever, right? It's just a profession, right? But it gives me a sense of emptiness. Right. Like, I, I'm going to pull this up real quick so you can see it, so y'all can see what I'm talking about. That's why I like this little, this little chart right here, right? But let's pull it up. So right here... If we look at this right here, it says professional, but right here it says you're comfortable, but you have a feeling of emptiness. And so many of my friends right now, that's what they pull up, they pull up on me and say. It's like, yeah, I'm doing what I love, but I've got this feeling of emptiness. It doesn't really fulfill me. You see down at the bottom right there, it says in the bottom left. It took a while to pop up. But that's how I look at it. And it's because at the basis, you have not done what you talked about earlier, D which is have enough self-awareness to say, hey, I, I really do don't fuck with this. Why I am I doing do this? Right. I don't like this at all. So I think for me, the reason I look at these frameworks and stuff and try to explain it to people is because with me saying it and then it's getting visualized, it gives you two ways to look at it and observe it and learn it. And it's not just me talking about, well, you know, I just think this is how you find your passion. I've literally been working with people for the past 10 years, right. seeing people succeed, seeing people fail. That's why we started beta testing the Massive Action Mentoring Program, because we were like, how can we have these frameworks and stuff in a condensed way where we can really coach you through finding your destiny, understanding your will of life, where it's like the different areas of your life. How satisfied are you here? What do we really need to work on? And the biggest thing is the first thing I'm always doing when I first meet people is I'm stripping away the bullshit to find who they are. Not right. who I, not, not Princeton's idea of them. Right. When I first met you, I didn't say, well, you need to think like I think, bro. Mm -hmm. I said, nah, you need to think how D thinks. When I, I, I'm going to tell you something else. Two things about D. I put the camera on you, D, as I'm talking, but I'm going to come back real quick. But when two things I realized when I first met you, I remember I realized how much of a free spirit you were. Mm -hmm. But I realized how you was trying to take that same free spirit and condense that into some shit you was never going to fuck with. Mm -hmm. Same thing. World's most hated promoter. Mm -hmm. Just through a mega event with the City Girls. That shit was insane. Astro. Insane. Fucking dumb. Hundreds of thousands of dollars made in one single night. Right. This man was working at Papa Do's. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Think about that. He was working at Papa. This, you might have not 
seen the all the crazy shit and the people who met because of his parties and had fun. It could have not happened if he would have been paying attention. They told this man to go be a pharmacist. Right. They told him to be a pharmacist. He's the world's most hated promoter. Yeah, a when, when I think about you, we always laugh about this. I got the camera on you again. We always laugh about this. Coach DJ. Yeah. This did he quit coaching because I said you was about to be Coach DJ. I said I didn't want to do it. <laughs> I want to be Coach DJ. I don't want to be Coach DJ yet. And I know I'm ranting a little bit, but I'm saying to me. There's always the practical I give them, but then I want to give you a little bit of the mindset, the sauce. I think that's the real shit that's going to make you be like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. This is why so many people are not living the life they want. Because mom said, no, you're supposed to be a doctor. Right. You're supposed to be a lawyer. You're supposed to be this. And that's why I tell people, the consequences of your decisions, you have to be willing to live with them. Because everything has consequences. You drop out of school, parents not fucking with it. So it's, you got to go. Right. You can't be like, well, can you help right. me with this? You got to leave the fact. that thing. There's certain professions. I'm not trying to deny the realities of certain professions and stuff like that. But the question is. Do you want to do it? If that's you want to do it. That's, that's the frame we're talking about it for. Exactly. Like in the case in which you, we, we speaking to everybody who's doing shit that they don't want to do. Yeah. Before the podcast started, man, we was just harping on this. Like, man, I, that's why I'm so anal and uh, like just adamant about the energy that I'm putting out with anybody that I'm talking to because like you have to understand that this is how I am and then like if it's not a, if it's not advantageous you know at any point I'm not going to feel bad that's why when I invite people out to go to the to the nightlife clubs with me if you can't come or if you leave early I have no problem with that because might not be your thing might not be your thing and I understand that that's not everybody's thing you know, and then it may be your thing for one weekend, and then you come back another two months later, and it's like, that's okay. You just understand it. But that's why I feel like we have these people who have these situations in their life where they have, like, the old midlife crisis, right? Everybody, right. Well, you're having a midlife crisis. No, that's always who they were. They just couldn't afford that fucking car until they got to this age. That's they couldn't way. do these things. So now, now it's manifesting. What I'm saying is you take somebody who's 20 years old, right? And you give them a not you give them a mansion, you give them a car. They get to fuck with all the women they want. They get to travel and all this type of shit. Do you think they'll give a fuck about that shit at thirty five? Only probably because they couldn't do it. Right, and it. most people live their life. It's it's um Thoreau, right? Most is it Thoreau? I can't remember. Most li men live a life of quiet desperation. If that's not the right person, the quote is still hard, right? Right. But quiet desperation. I think most people do live that life, which is they want to do things, but they're behind some type of social conditioning or some social convention that is stopping them from feeling like they should do it. Right. Like, oh, I'll give you some prime examples or whatever, right? You're a dude, you want to date a bunch of women, right? You right. don't want to do it because you feel like, oh, I'm being a fuck boy or something like that. Mm -hmm. Women, you want to go fuck around. You feel like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that or whatever, right? If you want to do it, do what the fuck you want to do. What I'm saying at the end of the day is I'm not advocating any lifestyle, anything like that. You, you got to deal with whatever comes from things. But what I am saying is there are people who that type of shit truly makes them happy. Other people, you go do that shit, you're not going to be happy. Right. I know people who would rather just be in a relationship and they good. That right. will not make them happy. Right. I know women who would, no, I'm not doing that. That will not make me happy. And if that shit does not make you happy, you shouldn't let the people who it does make happy make you feel like you tripping. Right, because you can go hang around somebody who's active. And then they get to telling you, hey, yeah, nah, it's lit, it's lit. Then you go do it, it don't work for you, now you mad. And that's what I'm getting at. What I'm trying to get at is not trying to advocate for any lifestyle, 
But I'm trying to get at the fact that if you really want to find your destiny, you have to analyze yourself enough to say, this, your life. this is what I fuck with. This is what I'm willing to put my energy into and my efforts, and it makes me happy in my soul. And that's what the overlap is about, right? There's parts that strangers will tell you that you should not take on board. Right. There's parts that you've been doing for the last five to ten years that you should not be giving a fuck about, right? We're trying to find out where that little sweet spot is in the center where it's like all that overlaps, and then it's a mixture of all of them, and that's how we find our destiny, our passion. I know me. I was creating content. I was speaking to people. I was literally having whole little people sit and talk to me, and I was telling them, you could do this, and having, having philosophies and theories on how we should do stuff. I took, like the shit you saw from the Omega's Next Top Model, our pageant the year before did, had like seven people in it. Nobody was in that shit, mm -hmm. right? But I came through, Omega's Next Top Model, nice. I created that project, and all of a sudden, we made like fourteen dollars to $15,000. College students. Right, that's enough money. Venue, right, it was only $10 a ticket, right, and the seats, it was like six, 700 seats in there, and then you sell like the sponsorship books and stuff like that. We made about fifteen dollars to $20,000 off a of pageant, never been done in PV at that time. And every other pageant, they couldn't even sell the tickets for $10 at the door. Our shit was $10 pre-sale. Right. We're dropping dubs at the door. And then, not to mention, we gave away the biggest scholarship. That, yeah. The biggest scholarship. And then, on top of that, we gave the girl who won a $1,500 shopping spree. Damn. So, I'm saying, we went from the year before, nobody's at that shit, to a $15,000 profit. And looking back on my life, I said, this is the type of shit I like to do. I had an idea. I see things outside the box. I want to try different shit. This is what I do. So when I look at it and I say to myself, you, watch, you listening, watching, however you're consuming this podcast right now, however you're going about it, are your thoughts really yours? Is the way you're going about life really how you want to do it? Hmm. Or are you in the back of your mind like, man, if, if this person wasn't around, I wouldn't do it. You know what's a morbid thing to think about, D? What's that? And um, somebody made this point. If your mother, your father, let's say your brother, somebody like that. I don't like to talk about death, of course, right? But it's, let's get the point. If they was gone, would you act different? You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, if, if they wasn't here, would you do something different? Right. And if you would, you got your answer about if you being authentic. If there's anybody that if they passed away, your, your, your behavior would change completely because you're not worried about them seeing it anymore, that's something you need to analyze because it's right. going to stop you from really finding your destiny. Facts. We've talked about this so many times. In the show. That's so common. Episode. That's more common than you actually imagine. And I'm, I'm only saying now I have a, a pretty stable family uh, filled with understanding. So, like, I'm grateful for my family. I've talked to all of them about, like, my content that I create. I had a talk yesterday about it, you know what I'm saying, um, to be honest. And it's just more so, it's, it's just really cool that they understand it. So it's more so like if you word if you if you're thinking like that, just attack it head on by uh, setting up a food meeting with the people that you're most scared about, uh, like producing whatever you, that that it is that you're about to produce. Help them understand the uh, the reasons why you want to produce it and, and 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 like the benefits of the production. Help them understand like why you just help them understand everything. So that way, if they do tell you that they don't fuck with you no more and they disown you like you was thinking in your brain, at least you can go to sleep. You did everything that you could do. 100%. I put everybody in the group message. I invited everybody out to Papa Do's. I paid for their food, and I told them I was going to be cursing on Instagram. Yeah, Okay. I told you. 
I told her. I told my mom when I first um I told her. I told her when I first hopped on um I I learned that media. from my mama though. She the one who taught me that. She used to whoop me and she used to say, The truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. I keep trying to tell you that. You getting whooped because you clearly lying to me. Shout out to mom. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no whoopings like that. It was just your mama get Gemini you, get, too. So get right, boy. Your you're mama, lying. Your mama Gemini too. So I got a special. Yeah, love, appreciation yeah. for for the Gemini season. Yeah, but um, I get right, nah, man. Hundred percent though, and I think that's why. Like when I look at all this, and I've and I've analyzed so many people, it's like I've always respected people who could do that. I told my mom, and shit, if you watch this shit, it's gonna be some cursing. Right. You're probably gonna say some shit. You gonna be like, damn, is that is that my baby boy? Yeah, it be cursing. It's not man now. Yeah. And man, woman, whatever, it's a certain point you got to say, I'm going to go pursue my destiny. And one just th- don't go do no sketchy shit. That's really all it is. One of my favorite, um, one of my favorite books, um, which is The Hero of a Thousand Faces by Joseph Campbell. Booked it. Of course. Um, had, had to. <laughs> had at least one, right? Right. But uh, in there they talk about, this is actually great for storytelling too. It's a great framework about all the greatest stories in history have been written through this framework, right? But there's a part of it that's so beautiful. It's called the call to adventure. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning of a story, they have a call to adventure. So if you watch any of your great stories, you'll notice there's a period where they're probably just in the normal world. They call it the ordinary world in the book. You're in the normal world, and something happens that is a call to adventure, something that's like shakes you out of your mundane life. And this is we like this because the reason this story resonates with us is because most of us are living in the ordinary world. Right. And then all of a sudden... Something comes in, it's the call to adventure. This is what risk, this is what being daring is. But most people, what happens to them is they miss their call to adventure. And then it comes around again, and we talked about this on here before. It comes around again, and they miss it again. And they miss it again, and all of a sudden, the call stops coming. And all of a sudden, you're 40, 50 years old, you're miserable, you haven't lived the life you want, and you're blaming everybody else because you didn't take that call to adventure. Every time they came, you let probably one of the old conditioning. Yeah. And be Old like, nah, conditions in your that brain. Ain't really yeah. me. I'm gonna go do this because I always say this is what really fucks me up. People be like, I'm gonna play it safe. Play it safe for what? As right. if we're not all gonna die one day. Yeah, like as, as bad as that may sound, it's like, what are you playing it safe for? Like at the end of this shit, are you gonna? Oh, mommy and daddy said I did good. You right. know what I'm saying? My That's partner it. said I did. My my. Big I played it safe. You know what I'm saying? I played it safe to do what? To win what? Ain't nobody even gonna. Uh, ain't nobody gonna even appreciate that. Exactly. I remember uh, one time in my high school, when uh, one of the graduations, um, if y'all know back here in Houston, Jack Yates is, like, super good at basketball. Oh, yeah. Uh, one, uh, one of the, uh, the, the, the basketball coaches at the time hopped on there and was like, yeah, we only lost to Yates by 40, and everybody clapped. I said, what kind of shit is this? <laughs> what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Oh, like, that, that's equivalent to what I feel like we were just talking about. Like, y'all over here celebrating this? What the fuck Moral is this? Moral victory. I kept my head down and did what I was uh, as I was told. I always tell people, "What the fuck you want a cookie?" Exactly for that. You want a and, fucking cookie? But I'm saying that's the thing. I look at it is like when I was in college. I remember the day that I had to, I made the decision to leave college and pursue my dreams, and it was one of the most terrifying decisions I ever made in my life. But I realized as I started studying more and I learned about like the hero of a thousand faces. I learned that we all take a hero's journey, and that was my call to adventure. That wasn't the only call to adventure I had. I had a lot of times when I could have took the easy path, and I took the scarier path. But each time, those call to adventures, and if you went through the whole, we could go through the whole thing about how you, 
you have an atonement at one minute with the father and you have the you're meeting with certain people and it all happens. Man, every you take time. the card adventure, it all happens. It's weird. And at the end you get what's called a boom, which is knowledge that you bring back to the world. Ha. Man, you want to talk about a call to adventure. One of the most recent ones that I had was how I discovered diamonds and how I discovered gold and uh, yeah. platinum and silver. It was like one of those things is like the mission required me to take a trip out of town. It was sketchy and it like, like I didn't want to do it. Mm -hmm. And like, that shit was just really like one of those situations where it's like some movie shit. But yeah. I came to the conclusion that this was like one of the call to adventures. Like either I'm going to die on this trip or my life is going to change. Man, you just said it. You just said a mouthful. What are you willing to do for your dreams? Right. A lot of people, that's scary to certain people. But I will also say this on a side note. And this is kind of my personal opinions here. It's a lot more exciting life. That's what I was it, thinking. It's, it's, Here's it's, the story. Like, what, what's a more better story? I think about looking back on the past, what, six, seven years we've known each other. Maybe eight, nine, ten years at this point. Mm -hmm. And our shit has been a roller coaster. It's a good story. It's, it's like... It's been, we met, and then we did this, and then we moved here, and then this person I like, did this. And I'm just like, remember the time? Exactly. We can hit them all day. Versus when you get pe certain people around you, it's like, why is that the hallmark of the top people? Why do storytellers win at parties and shit like that? It's because they have interesting shit that's happened in their life. If you have interesting shit, people be like, man, I want to do a show. I want to do a podcast. I want to do this, but I want to make sure it's interesting. Do interesting shit. If you do interesting shit, which is not difficult, like... To me, I always tell people even going out of town. When I go out of town, I want to go do shit that everybody doesn't do because I just want a more interesting story when I come back. And the whole point is, is it a life worth living? Is it a life well lived at the end of it? And that's how you find your destiny. And I guess before we get out of here, um, I do want to talk about something else that you can use. And this is the type of tools that we uh, talk about in the um, Massive Action Mentoring. But this is called the Wheel of Life. Now, we're not going to go all the way through this today. But I do want to talk about this because this is something you could take with you. And basically what the wheel of life is like talks about life balance. You take all these different areas. This is a more expanded version. You can usually break this down in about seven areas because they like income and saving, but they're, they're similar. But you take something like this and you break it down. And I want you to know from one to ten, how satisfied are you in your life in these different areas, right? This goes down to everything from romance, creation, relaxation, all these things. And the reason I talk about this is because this is something I really struggle with because I prioritized other things over other things. Mm -hmm. I always, I've been talking a lot about integration right now in life. Integration is basically how you can have everything in your life going on at once and you make it work together so it doesn't feel stressful. I remember when I used to work, I used to felt like that was something separate from like my recreation or my friends and stuff like that. So I built a life where I could work with the people I wanted to work with. I built a life where it was going to allow me to go meet up with people I want to meet, whether that's dating, whether that's um, friends and family, whether that's money acquisition, stuff like that. You got to set up the environment. and You got to be realistic about yourself is where are you at in those levels? Because if you're at 10 out of 10 because you travel all the time, that's not an area you need to look at. But if in your romance or your friends or your health, you feel like you're 1 out of 10 satisfied, that's something you need to do. So when it comes to using these tools together, I want you to use this life balance in order to see how can you balance your life and then how can you tie that into your Eulerian destiny and use that as something that's going to allow you to start moving forward and build the lifestyle you want. Because I can tell y'all something else, right? I don't want to sound crazy, but time is running out. Time is running out. Every day that you don't do this shit, it's another day. And then you're going to be, like I said, 50 years old. You're going to be like, damn, bro, I wish I would have. Because if you think about it, 
COVID-19 was just like, I remember the first day they announced that shit. Yeah. Now look where we are now currently, you know, with COVID-19. So just think about how time just flew on that. And the world's changing. World's changing. At this point, it's, it's imperative that you do something to different. put yourself in a different level, to put yourself in a different space. Because if you do not, it's going to require it. It's going to require it. So I'm trying to give you something, and D's trying to give you something that's going to allow you to say, okay, this is something I can get behind in my own life. Not necessarily even something that we do personally, but it may be something for you. Because once you understand frameworks, it's not about following somebody else's blueprint. It's about using this in order to have something in your life that can really be influential for you. We're all about creating a future where you are in control. So I guess with that being said, you want to give them some final thoughts and get out of here? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, as far as, like, how to find your passion and how we locked in, um, make sure you just double back on these uh, notes that we talked about. One of my favorite ones was uh, what strangers say about you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, throughout my day, all day, I'm consciously thinking about actions to take. So that way, when people in that room and I'm not there, they tell prolific stories, right? So I think about that all day. So, like, in every action that I'm taking, um, and things of that nature. So um, that ties into helping you find your passion. But that's like one of the things that I really liked about what we talked about today. Just like really think about that. Like what are people saying about you? And then like if, if you know that they're probably saying some weird stuff, just change it up, change the narrative, and then lock in to find that, uh, that destiny, man. You know you need it. I guess my final thoughts are, um, take the strategies that we talked about today. But also with those strategies, Understand that there's going to be some mental work that you have to do in order to even implement these strategies. Right. We talked about this before. Books are great. I read books. I read, I've read thousands of books. So it helped me out of knowledge. But I realized that there was these emotional barriers that stopped me from implementing that knowledge. And as I removed those emotional barriers, it became easy for me to succeed because I had the information. I just needed to have the courage, the courage to implement that knowledge. I think that's the biggest thing here. To find your destiny, you might have to go against what other people think is right. You might have to even go against what your mama or your dad is saying that they think is best for your life. But at the end of that, there's a life that you can have that can be fun, fulfilling, something that you're passionate about, something that also gets you paid so you can live and do the things you want. Whether it's traveling, whether it's doing stuff for your friends and family, whether it's dating the type of people you want to date, whether it's um, whatever it is, living in a house somewhere, traveling, like whatever it is, that life does exist. As I find more and more of that in my own life, I understood is because I made a conscious effort to remove the conditioning of others and see what my destiny was. Without judgment, not worrying about what other people are going to say, and just pursue that life to the fullest. And that's what I hope for you. Um, you want to tell them where to find you, D, so we can get out of here? Yes, sir. Countrycowboy.com with two Y's at the end. Make sure that you tap into the video on the page. Uh, I got the Cowboy Bundle available, so all of the products inside of the Cowboy Bundle, the Influencer, we got Cowboy Fitness, and we got the DIY Do-It-Yourself Credit Program. Fix your so, credit. Fix um, your credit. Fix your credit, man. Get your credit fixed. If um, you plan on getting an apartment soon, you plan on getting a car, all of these things uh, are uh, within the credit field. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a credit expert. I'm not your financial advisor, but I tell you, you're going to need some money. Huh? Yeah, 
you got to get it. Yeah, how you gonna get, get that it? business credit? We'll talk about that on an episode. You right, get business credit. You can get some funding. Real you quick. need to get ahead. Um, sometimes the hustler mentality is only for the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Um, and 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 then once you're ahead, you can go back to hustle mode. Yeah, because we like hustle mode. Hustle mode fun is where everything at. You know, it's in the trenches. You need that gift. We talked about that. I told you I can't sit still, so I need the I need that hustle mode in me. So like, I ain't trying to remove your hustle now. Some people be so caught up on that old conditioning mentally on that credit. But man, cowboy bundle, go grab the cowboy bundle and uh, tap in on all social media platforms too as well. It's underneath um, the cowboy bundle. All of my social media handles on cowboy.com, countrycowboy.com with two Y's. So. Yeah, just make sure you tap in. You did. Perfect. All right, so PrincetonHicks.com. Uh, Princeton Hicks on everything. P-R-I-N-S-T-O-N-H-I-C-K-S. Um, on everything. You can find me on everything with that. Make sure y'all like and subscribe the video. Um, make sure you send this out to people, friends, people who are watching. Make sure you do all that type of stuff because this type of information is for people who really want to be successful. Another yeah. thing, Cowboy Radio coming soon. See me live. Uh, I'm going to be at the Billionaire Investor in a Circle. I'm going to be speaking live on June 26th. It's a little bit after my birthday. I'm going to be speaking live there. Make sure you subscribe. We're going to be bringing back the Mama's University channel, which is going to be clips and shortened clips of this, so you can get this in bite-sized chunks. So make sure you subscribe to that. All those links, I'm going to put them in the description below. Okay. Also, tune in this Wednesday, because this Wednesday we're going live with my boy Long Live Zoo. He's going to be giving away a free pair of his new shoes that he launched. he's launching on uh, June 1st. I want the shoes. Yeah, we can get the shoes. But make sure you do that. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms because, like I said, we're going to be dropping gems. We're going to be dropping knowledge, and we're going to be blowing Mom's House to penthouse up. You're going to get to watch the journey as we go up, as we get better, as we become better at this, and as we bring content that's really going to help change this shit for the better. D, you got anything to say before we get out of here? But they say, let's go. I came up from nothing. Started from the box. I see it with a clear Mama's house. Two penthouse. Yeah, yeah.